get started. Josh, my room smells like farts. I was going to do a whole, like, <coughs> thing, you know, and it was like, intro to this, and your room smells like farts. <laughs> Has your dog been farting? Or is it the no. cats? Honestly, I don't know. No, well, I mean, the dogs have been known to fart, but... I would investigate. Whenever I smell farts down here in the den, there's usually a turd hidden, hidden in a corner. <laughs> oh, I, God. I have a video. I have a video... One of the of cats. What, someone sneaking a turd in? Nope. One of the cats. So you see this shelf behind me, right? I got all these boxes in this shelf, right? And it's 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 a bunch of crap, right? Models, plastic models, and toys and whatnot, right? Bunch of crap. One of the cats took a shit in one of those boxes, <laughs> and it took me forever to fucking find it. Forever. Oh. And I have a video. <laughs> Of Charlie and I cleaning those models and removing the shit, and it's just been sitting on my hard drive. Maybe I'll publish it, right? And with a and I'll put a link to it in the description. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. But anyway, welcome to Consume Content, where we help you find the best content to consume. I'm Josh, and this is Matt. I'm Matt. Today we'll be discussing Golden Kamoi. I'm gonna make you say the wrong one. I know. You're I almost say did. It. By accident. I almost said golden chamoy. I actually I paused to make sure I did say it correctly. I had to think about it. For those of you active listeners, you know what we're referring to. We mentioned this in like mm-hmm. the first couple of episodes of this show. Yeah, because I go on. I kept calling it golden chamoy because I thought I was like, wait, is it chamoy? Mm-hmm. And I love this show, and I think it's a it's a great. It's a great show in general. You know, it's not, um, it, it is an anime. It's available on Crunchyroll, right? But I don't really see a lot of the anime tropes. I could be wrong, but I don't really see a lot of the anime tropes that you would normally find. It's not about a high schooler. It's not about, you know, a love triangle or a harem or it's not about, you know, god tier superpowers you know it's it's not a it's not a shonen uh, or at least not a traditional shonen hey josh yeah if if i had some input i wanted to give about these other anime tropes you're talking about Uh but i wasn't you or me where would i go to give that input you're right you would give that input on our discord server which will be linked in the description of this podcast. You can tell us all about how much you hate big anime titties in the Discord server. Or maybe if you kind of have a thing for them, that's cool too. Then we can be friends. (laughs) Oh, God. Do you understand? (laughs) Do you understand? We could be friends. (laughs) Then we could be friends. If you hate anime titties... I'm gonna have to ban you. Anyway, not what, for you. I will respect what's the your fucking opinion. Discord call. <laughs> it's called the group chat. It's called the group chat, and there'll be a link in the description, just like always. Join us. Uh, we gotta we gotta be a little more active on there. I'll pro- maybe I'll throw up some questions and prompts, and you know maybe we'll have some discussions amongst ourselves about that that sort of thing. And 
I don't know if I want to do a primer on you know anime tropes on this episode, but um, wait, have have we talked about any anime so far? I don't think so. I don't think we've covered an anime yet. Yeah, I don't think we have. So I uh-huh. let let me start by saying mm-hmm. I'm almost positive mm-hmm. you're better versed in anime than I am. Okay, just because you are an endless font of yeah. Yeah. content information. Yeah, but I'm I'm no slouch. No, I, I'm no slouch. I've I've seen quite a few. Yeah, just you know, mostly the mm-hmm. big stuff though. I've, yeah. I haven't really done a deep dive into yeah. the more obscure stuff. Yeah. The the kids today they know what the One Piece is. They know what that is. So it's. They know what the one piece is. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was at work the other day and the younger guys were actually like doing those memes, you know, reenacting those. Some some one piece meme. I don't know. The one piece is real. I don't know. I'm, I'm too old now. But to, have, you know, have be you cool s- with them. What? For some reason, I just saw a picture of like tattoos mm-hmm. of. And it's always an anime. But it was guys who get a tattoo on their arm, mm-hmm. and it's either oh, Goku or yeah. Saitama or, yeah. yeah. Or Luffy, Luffy with his stretchy arm, yeah. And it's like, it's them standing here, yeah. with, but their arm is outstretched, and yeah. then it extends, and then their fist is the character's fist. Like, mm-hmm. it's badass, but I don't think you could pay me. There's no amount of money you could pay me to get that fucking tattoo. <laughs> anyway, Golden Kamoi. It... One thing you got to know about anime is most animes, Chimoy. Golden Kamoi, most animes, Chimoy. oh my God, most animes, uh, like any other genre, have tropes, you know, and it's really hard for most people to get into animes because they don't know what to watch. And most animes are not beginner friendly, right? I would yeah. say like, I would say One Piece is probably an exception. Some of the shonen ones, oh, typically well, the shonen yeah. ones are easier to get into, right? But it's or, also it. All you need to do is watch one beginner anime, and yeah. then you're in. Mm-hmm. You could easily watch a more intense one. Yeah. So um, I'm I mean, I'm definitely in a place where I think I could watch any anime, yeah. and you know I'd be able to get into it. But let's think on that while I describe Golden Kamoi. What is a good okay. beginner anime? Because Golden Kamoi could be, right? But Golden Kamoi, what it is is a western it's a western through and through with natives with a hunt for gold with a a corrupt branch of the military searching for said gold you know other factions it's all about the gold right and it's all take place it takes place in the early 1900s japan right so it's not Mm. in the it's not in the west but it is a very similar type of time in Japan's history. It takes place either during or just after the Russo-Japanese War. And you have all of these veterans that again, like the the parallels with Westerns, like it's it's a Western, right? Switch out the Civil War for the Russo-Japanese War. And you have all these veterans who are, you know, disenfranchised, without homes, they're, you know, wounded. There's so many Well now I'm now I'm just wondering what qualifies something as a Western. What are, what are the most basic elements of a Western? 
a lot of it is setting, right? A lot of it is setting, yes, but I think it has to do with the specific type of time period, right? And I just said animes have tropes. Westerns also have tropes, right? And I think yeah. this has all the tropes of a Western, right? So think of it. Normally, you have like cowboys and Indians in a Western, right? And you have soldiers and you have these, uh, you know, bandits. You have soldiers, we... you have bandits, you have, you have uh, natives. And the reason why I say natives and not like Native Americans, right, is because there are, or at the time, um, there there are Native indigenous groups of Japan who did not immediately conform to the nation of Japan as it was being formed way back when. And it's specifically, it is the northern regions of Japan where Japan starts to bleed into Russia. So you have this area, this very wide area where... You have Russian people and Japanese people who've sort of like live on either side of this divide. And that's sort of the setting. So you have, again, you have the soldier, the the soldier who is a veteran. He, oh man, what was his name? He was, he was called like the immortal something because he would, again, you have like the gunslinger, right? The gunslinger hero who is fresh off the war. He's there. He doesn't really have a future, right? But he has, like, this mission. He has this noble mission that he's trying to fulfill, right? Which is... Oh, man. It's been a while since I've seen the show, so I'm forgetting. But it's basically to find his best friend's wife and to give her the money she needs to survive, to live, you know? He promised his best friend at war that he would take care of his of his wife and make sure she was well off. And... He needs to find this is, this is the central conflict for the no, show? No, this, this is his internal conflict that is sort of touched upon throughout the show. But this is his initial goal. And then he's hanging out with an old drunk, right? He's hanging. This is how the show opens. He's hanging out with an old drunk. Because, again, he just got home from the war. Loose, loose terms war. He got back to Japan. And he doesn't really know where he's going. Doesn't really know what he's going to do with his time. He just has this goal that he has no idea how to accomplish, which is to find his his best friend's wife, who he died next, who his friend died next to him in battle, and take care of her. He doesn't know how he's going to do this, but this old drunk tells him a story, right? A story of gold, gold in them hills, and how a native chieftain, I, loosely chieftain, right? Because it's a, there are tribal people, but basically this guy. He got together a bunch of other natives and they collected all of their gold, right? And what they were going to do is they were going to like pay off the government. They were going to do something big with this gold. They were going to essentially either pay off the government or fund some sort of like insurrection, right? But the guy in charge stole all the gold. He stole all of it and he hid it somewhere, right? And then he was captured by the Japanese government. And placed inside of Japan's most notorious, toughest prison, which I believe is a real uh, prison. And course. so they put him on death row. And as you know, death row takes a long time, right? And while he was in death row, he befriended many of the other death row inmates, right? And upon their bodies, he tattooed portions of the map to the gold. So on each of them, exactly, right? Wait, what? So he said, help me break out and I'll take you to the gold. And as a token of good faith, 
I'll tattoo a portion of the map onto you, onto your back. I'm a little gassy right now. Hold on. So, but basically that means then that mm-hmm. the all these guys that he's tattooing yes. on could just leave him behind or kill him, and they could all band together and. You're find skipping it. ahead, Matt. That's exactly uh, what it's about because. Well, he, it's just dumb. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Because he believed he'd be able to kill them all, right? But here's the thing. They escaped without him. He didn't manage to get away with them. So he's still in prison, right? But all these death row inmates made it. They made it out. They all went their separate ways, right? And so began the hunt, right? And this is just like something a drunk tells the the main character, right? Is like pretty good story, you know. Like you were saying, does it make sense? Why would he just tattoo him? He'd have to kill him afterwards, you know. And he'd have to kill he'd have to kill him and then skin him so he'd have the map. Like it's pretty fucked up, right? And it's part of the story, right? And then he goes to sleep. He goes to sleep. Him and the old drunk. You know, they go they st- go their separate ways and he goes to sleep. Well, the old, drunk old man comes back to kill him because the drunk old man realizes that he should not have told him that story because the drunk old man is one of those death row inmates. With a map on his back? With a map on his back. So he tries to kill the main character in his sleep, but the main character gets him first and finds the map on his back. The main character then proceeds to skin the dead man. The dead old man. And now he has one portion of the map. And I think there's about like 16 inmates, right? A reasonable number. 16? Yeah, 16. I think it's Each like, one with a part of the map. Each one with a part of the map, right? Jeez. And so the hunt begins. He needs to find more people. who ha- He needs to find the other convicts. Because if this guy was telling the truth and willing to kill him over the truth, that means there's... The gold must really be out there. So he starts looking. He starts making friends. Right? And that's where the Western adventure begins. Right? Mm -hmm. Trekking through the snow in northern Japan. It's a really fun show. It's a really... The the factions at play... I don't want to go too too into depth with the factions. But there's multiple factions looking for the gold. So that way they could... Fulfill their goals, right? Some less noble, some, you know, more grand. Um, But everybody wants a piece. And some of the characters are just... Because these are all, like, convicted death row inmates. Some of them are cruel. Some of them are really talented. One, One inmate who becomes a friend of the main character, a little bit of a spoiler, he's, like, a master escape artist, right? So he's a thief. He's a thief. He got in trouble, and he kept escaping prison so many times that they threw him in. They threw him into death row because they figured they're just gonna kill him because they can't fucking keep him contained, right? He also has a portion on his back, but you know because they're friends, they're not gonna kill him. They're not gonna skin him, so it's all right. And then they he, can. He would just escape. He would just escape. And then there's a young girl, right? She is of the course. daughter. There's always right. But she's a native. She is the daughter of the of the man who stole the gold. So she has her mission is to find her father, to break her father out of prison. Right? And sort of discover the mystery of who he was and why he did it. 
right? Why was he taken? Why was he captured? Why did he steal the gold, right? It's, again, very, I have to find it very interesting. And then she's his guide because, again, she's a native. She knows the the, the land. She knows the, the way the animals work. It's... It's really good. Like some of the early chapters, they, they have to fight a bear, you know? It's just a bear. It's not a magical bear. It's not a ghost bear. It's not it's like... It's not a platypus bear. Not a platypus bear. It's not a robot bear, right? It's a bear, right? Like you're watching a Western. They have to deal with the wilderness, right? They have to deal with the extreme cold. They have to deal with scavenging for food. They have to find... They have to fight off these animals. And then at the same time, you have... Again, like you have the evil colonel, right? I'm just gonna tell you about the evil colonel. He's, he's the leader of one of the factions, right? He. The, this isn't like a popcorn colonel. No, no, no. I'm like a, a military colonel, right? But he was already like evil and ambitious, right, during the war. But he lost a chunk of his brain in the nice. war, and so he has like a plate on his forehead, right? So he already looks like this ominous villain, but it's like early oh, 19... 19- What's up? No, you're talking about Naruto. No, I'm not. <laughs> they they wear protectors with the symbol of their village no. on it. No, no. <laughs> this, is, this is like early 1900s uh, prosthetic, right? That he yeah. like, he can't like close his eyes properly, right? Like he just looks tired all of the time. And he he's more, he's more of a sociopath now because he's missing parts of his brain. That would get lend him empathy for other what's people. The, what's this guy's name? I wish I knew. Just look up gold. Let me look it up, right? So, he's I wanna great. See a, I want to see a picture. Go into more characters. Let's see here. I think he's like the colonel, or he was like the lieutenant colonel, because what he did was he killed his commanding officer. Right? Uh Surumi. Did you find him? I certainly looks like it. Let's see here. He's, he's got a big white yeah. thing strapped yeah. to his head. That's it. Yeah, Surumi. That's him. He's a great. Yeah, first lieutenant of the seventh division and the main antagonist of the series. He's great. It's mm. it becomes him versus the main character. Which uh, let me look up now the main character's name. Is on a few occasions, what's up, Sugimoto? Mm-hmm. On a few occasions, he was shown to wear a quite unusual shirt made of human skin. Yes, that is that is a very specific arc where he gets that. Again, the dude's like a sociopath and a serial killer. Yeah, this and is some Joker shit. It is some Joker shit, but it's it's delightful because you got to meet the guy who made the shirt, right? Like, <laughs> oh no. The guy who made the shirt is also really interesting and somewhat of a sympathetic character. And it the show's not full of like psychotic characters, but like Are you sure? It's not full of it, but there are some psychotic characters and some come in and out. And again, a lot of the characters have to be unique because they're all death row inmates who are criminals guilty of atrocious crimes. And so that's often who uh, Sugimoto is fighting against. And, yeah, he's called Sugimoto the Immortal because he would constantly run into battle and charge the enemy and he'd miraculously make it out alive every time. But he he's, like, heavily scarred as a result of it. 
And so, mm-hmm. but it the show and the manga make it clear that he is human, right? He's not Goku. He gets beaten the fuck up a lot because uh, because of this. He's lucky to be alive, which is why they call him the immortal. But he he's not immortal without those scars, like. And then him versus the lieutenant become this like excellent cat and mouse game where they're hunting each other and chasing each other and trying to get up a leg on one another to to get more pieces of the maps. They're they're both trying to skin more dudes. <laughs> Always out to skin more dudes. Always out to skin more dudes. But anyway, um I'm getting some kick-ass vibes. It's I wouldn't call it kick-ass vibes. It's the sh- it's just very good. It's it's a western, but then it's an anime. So like you got all of these characters, it's a very big cast of characters, right? Because there's, okay, yeah, there's the main group. Let me see here. Yeah, there's the main group, and then the Sugimoto's group. There's Hijikata's group. Then there's the Seventh Division, and Kiroranke's group, and the Abashiri convicts, right? There's a lot of them, those convicts, and again, it's it's all there's about a, there's a lot of backs to tattoo on. Apparently. It's a lot of backs to tattoo. It's, it's some of them are like full body too, like full torso tattoos, and it's not how, just a map. What? How complex is this map? It's a very complex map. It's not just a map, right? It's not like a, a map with. They have to look like tattoos, right? And they have to look uh, like tribal tattoos. So what it really is is like. A puzzle, like a puzzle, like codex, where it has to be solved. Like they get, they get pretty. Where I got up to, they got like a very large portions of the map, and so they're trying to figure out, see what sort of information they can glean with the pieces they have, and they're trying to like figure out. This doesn't make any sense. How does this? What's the key to, the code, on this? And I don't. It's just so good. I need to catch up on it, but. And then another yeah, side how, another, another how much, side thing. How much is there? How much is there? Well, I mean, on Crunchyroll, I think I saw there was like 30-something, 39, 38-9, blah, 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 like 40 episodes, basically, of the anime. And there's a lot of chapters. Um, I've lost it, count. It came from a manga, I yes, assume? came from a manga. Um, it's very good. Very violent. And yeah. then it's a very violent manga and anime, but they take a lot of breaks to focus on food. They take <laughs> meal breaks and then they're oh, like, no, is this food wars? It's not food wars. Like they're le- it's not food wars because there's no anime titties. Right. <laughs> and it's wait. So then you're disappointed. I can make an exception. And so it's, <laughs> but they take a break for food just to enjoy the food of what they're eating. And it's, Wait, okay. what? what is that? Obviously, I'm not an expert. It's just a quirk of the series. No, but it's not just this series, though, because mm-hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. Like, even in, like, Spirited Away, like mm-hmm. Miyazaki, there's always extra effort taken to showcase food and, mm-hmm. like, extra defined art mm-hmm. created and animation to, like, mm-hmm. showcase food and a meal and... No, but I mean, there's like specific scenes and dialogue that's all about meals. They're like they're sitting down well, and having a meal, just discussing the food. 
And there's even so like then, recipe chapters. So then it's the same thing, just yeah. taken a, to a, a, a step up. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of into it. I like food. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. like food? And it's a nice side break in between all the violence. So like they'll stab a guy, skin him, and then they'll go have a meal. And of it's, the it's guy? Great. No, not of the guy. Of like the bear or something. Like they'll eat the bear after they manage to kill it. It kind of, mm-hmm. it makes me think of playing like Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And you just finished like a heist. Mm-hmm. And then you go and sit by the campfire and you just start cooking up some beans or something. <laughs> basically, it's basically like that. This is very much a Western-themed thing just set in Japan, set in the early 1900s. So they have like revolvers and bolt action rifles or like or simple magazine pistols, right? It's It's that era. It's that time frame, but just set in Japan. And it's mm-hmm. it works really well. You know, the art style is also pretty interesting. The way some of the characters are drawn are very unique. A lot of big eyebrows, a lot of powerful eyebrows. <laughs> oh, my hey. God. Or, or we're, no we're, eyebrows. We're quite a yeah. pair to mention that. Anyway, so I highly recommend the show or the manga. It's just so much fun. I'm going to close the wiki page because I don't want any more spoilers. I don't want spoilers at all. Um, It's just, I think I've gone over the bare minimum. And luckily, like, there's enough juiciness in the setup of the show to sell you, to sell anybody, because it's It's not... It's got some juice? It's got some juice. It's got some, it's got some juice. It's got some soy sauce on it, right? Because... I think that's like a running gag. The soy sauce is a running gag, I think. No, it's miso. Sorry. Miso soup is a running Uh. gag. Uh, Because there's like a mistranslation. Or not a mistranslation, but sort of like a misunderstanding of what miso is made out of. And the native girl doesn't like it because it's like gross. (laughs) And so it's just like... It is kind of a weird... Yeah. yeah, It's a weird idea to think of. Mm -hmm. But But. it's funny. And then... I mean... In that spirit, I feel like I, I have to mention, mm-hmm. I just saw a video about how soy sauce is made. How is it made? Last week. It's it's kind of what you'd expect. It's like mm-hmm. soybeans and then peeling them and boiling them and then soaking them in salt and like some seasoning. Mm-hmm. But the process, maybe it was like the super traditional method, yeah. but it takes like 18 months Oh, to... Like for a condiment, you, for a condiment for six six months at a time, uh-huh. there are stages where you prep it and you get it in a in like a basket, yeah, and you just soak them for six months and you leave a covered bowl out in the sun for six months, and then uh-huh. you pour it out and do some other stuff and rinse it and then mm-hmm. do put it out again with some other seasonings for another six months. Like I, I had no idea it was that involved. Who who thought? Who was patient enough? To wait a year and a half with these stupid little soybeans. I'm like, I'm going to make something good out of this. Yeah, like, were they just trying to ferment soybeans into some sort of booze and they ended up making sauce? But then, yeah, you have to add so much salt. So it's like, what were they trying to make? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the modern process is. I'm sure it's much more expedient, but Mm. it's, they're, they're, 
before we had modern technology, yeah, that's what they were doing, apparently. They left beans out in the sun. It was weird. <laughs> you and your beans. You, you, me and my beans. Josh, I want to watch you eat some beans. I don't. Do, did we mention that on the podcast? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It was. I, I did a stream one time. Audience, pay attention. Uh, I did a stream one time uh, with a couple, but with Charlie and a buddy. And Charlie and my our buddy had to walk away to do something, right? And we didn't have much engagement, right? Again, there's like one viewer, right? But because they are not with me and they're not there to tell me no or to stop me, right? For some reason, I was eating just a bowl of beans, just a just, just a, a small bowl of beans. A bowl of beans. I don't know why I was eating a bowl of beans, but I were they I, baked beans? Pinto yeah, beans? they were ba- they were baked beans, I think. And so, oh I had boy. two I had two cameras, right? Two webcams, and I zoomed in, or or was it two? Point is, I zoomed in on just my mouth eating the oh beans. My God. I think it was one camera on the beans and then the other camera on my mouth eating the beans. And I put one above the other, right? And it was just a stream. So this random guy who came on just was watching me eat beans. And I think I adjusted the title too. It goes like, watch me eat beans. Like it's, oh, it, no. it was just a thing. But basically Charlie and our buddy came back and then we resumed what we were, uh, we were going to do, right? Which is, you know, play games and whatnot and do these gags. And then the guy's like, bring back the beans. Like, <laughs> Why? He was trying to make you mukbang. I know. It's basic. I should have just kept up with it, honestly. I should try that you, again. You should have told him, hey, donate five bucks and I'll keep eating. Donate five dollars. I'll buy another can. I'll buy, I can buy two cans with five dollars. And I'll just keep eating these beans. But uh, anyway, I think we should go back to the question because... I don't know. I, I don't know how much more I want to say about Golden Kamoy. Well, I think to, let's let's expand it a little then because okay. I'm curious. Is there another anime you would compare it to? That's a really difficult question because it is an anime that's so grounded. You know, most other animes, you know, the grounded animes do slice of life, you know teenager office worker right in either in in any gender and they'll they'll cover different aspects of life those are the more grounded ones right maybe maybe there's like a murder mystery right not many of those like conan right detective conan conan ah oh, those like, are the days like watching that's, on a tsunami yeah, on tsunami like that's you know that's grounded right so um I guess in the same way that Conan is like a legit detective show with mysteries every yeah. week, with like a murder to solve every week, right? And he's just a child. And he's just, but not really. He's actually a teenager and the who's been de-aged for some reason. Like they needed a reason. Like I get, I might jump onto that. Like why, why do we need a reason to follow around a detective? Like it's like why can't? <laughs> never mind. But hey, he's no Columbo. He's no Columbo, but um, even Conan had, I just, I just said it. I just realized it has that de-aging science technology, right? Where it's utterly pointless to have it. So even in a grounded anime, that's a detective murder mystery show. There's weird sci-fi that bears no relevance into the rest of the series. From what I remember, 
Golden Kamoy is just so specific and so grounded for what it is. Like I was telling you, like there's some crazy stuff, right? But it it's only crazy because of the subject matter, not because of like traditional anime tropes, which are superpowers, uh, hey. paranormal powers. Hey, but, tell me what's not grounded about Attack on Titan. What's not grounded about ta- Attack on Titan? Yeah. Um, what's not grounded? Maybe just. Uh, I don't just? know anything. I don't know anything about Attack on Titan. I wanted to make a joke oh, about really? something about something benign, right? Like why are they all was... <laughs> why do they all live in like fucking sand homes, but they have like finely tailored clothes? Makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, it's. I, I was going for the shock factor. I thought you would be like, what, are you serious? What do you mean? There, no. There's giant people-shaped monsters eating people. No, that would have been too easy. I know about that. And it's like, You know what's ridiculous about that? That, like, they go for the same... Like, there's there's been a meme about it, right? It goes like, oh, he hates Titans. And then he becomes a Titan. It's fucking... It's because then it becomes... Spoiler. Yeah, spoilers for, like, a show that's, I don't know how old now. And it's, <laughs> like... They it's they still, do, it's still going I think right it's still going yeah and so but they do the thing where they're just like it's no longer about like well, it gets to a point where they're like okay he must become what he hates to fight what he hates and then like where do you go from there like dude I'll you gotta watch because I'll tell you they go oh places my oh my god they oh they go places anyway that I don't know that show seemed too sad to me anyway it's and, yeah it's a drain man mm-hmm. it's so I, good though so golden kamoi i would say is not sad much right is it when obviously you keep saying western is it kind of like just that gritty realism set in the world it can be and then it can have that sort of gritty realism and then have like these moments of like extraordinary epics right like like I told you, there's there's scenes where like they'll have to fight a bear, right? But then in another chapter, there'll be like a wagon chase, right? And then you'll meet a guy who skins people alive and makes clothes out of their skin. Like it it goes all over the place, right? Yeah. But it takes there's no what I'm saying is there's no superpowers, right? So like everything a western can do, it tries to do. And does so, really well, I think. We put this label on it, Western, mm-hmm. because yeah. that's basic. I mean, that's really what it is. That's mm-hmm. been the strongest, the most mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. The I don't know, the big vortex of where these types of stories mm-hmm. come from and where they exist now. Mm-hmm. But they don't... They, they've existed for, like, centuries before yeah. that in yes. storytelling. And I think a lot of times, like, Feudal Japan has mm-hmm. had examples of this. Yeah. Uh, what was it? There's like a. I mean, Star Wars is kind of a western, and yeah. it was largely based on a Japanese western. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. What was it Seven Samurai or yeah, something? Yeah, Seven Samurai. Which is again, you're right. There's a lot of parallels between some of the old uh, Japanese epics and the Western epics because a lot of the tropes, tropes. I keep saying tropes, are very similar because they're about these villages, you know. They're about mm-hmm. villages. They're about people who live in the villages, right? And so a lot of the a lot of the stories can can blend, and that's why like Seven Samurais could be adapted into the Magnificent Seven, you know, mm-hmm. and, and why it could be adapted so well. 
um, you know, the the remake with uh, Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington, not so great. But, you know, the original Magnificent Seven is really good. And I think it does a good job at being like the same type of story in a different part of the world. You know, hey, it's you got you got something against Denzel. No, nothing against Denzel. Never Denzel. It's the other guy no. I don't like. Anyway, so it's <laughs> they don't let him be funny anymore. Anyway, whatever. And so, <laughs> who Denzel? No, 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 no. They never let like I think all of the writers and directors and studio execs they don't let Chris Pratt be funny anymore. Like he used to be funny. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. He's problematic. There's now. exactly he's problematic. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Um. But I think you're you're touching on that what, saying Western might be too vague, but but it is timeless. The, a lot of the tropes no, are timeless. I have no problem calling it Western. I'm just trying to identify the fact that it refers to a much larger thing. Yes. Than just come from like American westerns, yeah. like yeah. old cowboy westerns. Yeah, it's you're right. No, you're absolutely right about that. And again, I mean, because. What, because it's what a, was that? What was that one episode of Mando in the second season, uh-huh. where he he was like, I think Baby Yoda got kidnapped and he was like busting yeah. into some place to rescue him. Uh-huh. It it was the first episode where, uh, what's her face, um, Rosario Dawson, yeah. uh, as a it was the. F- ahsoka ahsoka tano the first episode where she comes in Mm -hmm. like that episode was intense that was really good and it was really drawing on like Mm -hmm. some strong western themes like the lone soldier the lone samurai approaching the like Mm -hmm. barricaded village Mm -hmm. going in single-handed for this cause in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. yeah no you're absolutely right because like the same way the Mandalorian is a Western in space and start in the Star Wars universe and how how many different things he can do in that setting as a sort of like Western character. This show can also do a lot of different things. Like I was telling you, it goes from the bear to the wagon chase to he's captured by the enemy. He needs to escape. So now it's a little prison break arc. And then skipping forward, jumping forward, there's they have to break into a prison, you know, they have to break into a prison later. That becomes a whole ordeal. And then learning about the drama of certain characters and their relationship to other characters who are still in prison, whatnot, like it can go. The show can go from like I was talking about the bear, right? So like the bear dealing with the bear is a whole thing. Right, because of they have to take down a fucking bear, but after they kill the bear, of course there's a baby bear left behind, right? And what does the main character want to do? He wants to keep it. He wants to keep the ba- the baby bear because he thinks it's he adorable. Does. Of course he does, right? So it can flip between because it's a long form series, right? The it could explore different aspects of each character, and so it can go from you know, harrowing thriller in nature to comedy about a guy trying to keep a bear, you know, and being told, but then switching very quickly to being told 
you have to understand that this is this is a creature. This is a vicious creature. He's a baby now, but no, he's a little bear cub. Exactly. But then having to have that difficult conversation with you need to choose with what to do because you're going to have to let him go at some point. Either you have to put him down when he attacks you or you have to let him out into the wild. And the way it can flip between tones and flip between, well, mainly tones and mainly types of stories is really good because, again, the show is grounded. It acknowledges death and it acknowledges the violence. It acknowledges the violence. That's very much a part of it. Let me... How about this? How does yes. it compare to something like Cowboy Bebop? Cowboy Bebop... Because Cowboy Bebop is absolutely a Western. Uh-huh. A Western Absolutely anime. a Western in space set to jazz, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say Cowboy Bebop is more focused in that sort of like crime war, no- crime noir Western, right? Where, mm-hmm. like, every episode you're delving into the shadowy part, you know, the shadowy parts, right? Where shady deals go down, something's going to go wrong with this gig, you know? Like, they're going to they're gonna go in for the money but then have to get out for a reason, right? Whether it be making the right decision or because they just so happen to lose all their money by the end of the episode again. Um, yeah they they get a dog though they get a dog though uh golden kamoi is more about these teams and these groups coming together and sort of the camaraderie they have and the lives they live with each other so like i mentioned before there's these there's multiple groups each with a leader right and the leader very much defines the group and i said factions earlier actually and the thing about it is that they're not just like factions like Hydra or Shield, right? From Marvel, these are all like these hey, are it's small. The same thing. Yeah, yeah. These are <laughs> these are small, relatively small groups of people. Maybe like five to eight people that you see. Maybe the milit, the seventh division is the largest, but even the seventh division intri- keeps introducing new characters, right? From their from their rank and file that you get to know over time. And then you see these characters interact with one another. So then you're not really, while there is like a definitive, like good guy, bad guy, and then guy in the middle, like it's there, at least in the first few, uh, probably in the length of the show. I don't know. There's supposed to be, I don't know if there's more factions, but there's literally like a good, the bad and the ugly faction. Right. And, and, and there's a shirt or uh, a skin shirt people faction. No, that's the uh, that's the ugly faction, right? Because <laughs> the villain is just like the ugly guy, right? Where he's the ugly, and so. But then it's debatable because like a lot of their their morals. Only one guy is like definitively evil, right? But then you love him because he's so fucking funny and he's so. He's cool. the Joker. He's basically a Joker, right? But I think he's a lot cooler than the Joker, just because like. He's he's a wounded veteran who's lost part of his brain, so that's why he can't function like a normal human being anymore. And why he like he's all ambition and drive and zero empathy and zero like impact on what his actions are. He's he just based, a basic yeah. psychopath just basic, with yeah. interesting events. Yeah. But he like he meets the guy who makes 
things out of skin. And he's like, I love your work. Like, <laughs> and the guy's like sweating bullets thinking he got caught by the military. Um, and the and this guy again who's missing a chunk of his brain is just like I'm wondering if you could make me some new gloves, like oh it's <laughs> like he's great, but it's these definitely interested. Yeah, it, the thing is, interesting. It, it has characters. a lot of characters. It has a lot of characters, and the characters are not simple. They each have their own lives and their own goals and their own wants. And I'm. Needs. I mean, I always knew this about you, mm-hmm. but. I just I didn't know the the breadth of it. What the, the how much like character stories mm-hmm. matter to you? Yeah, like it factors into your judgment on mm-hmm. a show or a movie or something. Yeah. What? I mean, is there what? is there is there anything that doesn't focus on characters that you like? Let me let's let's take a quick dive into. <laughs> Like Netflix or something, right? Yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking of. Um, did you see that Netflix movie? It was like a Spanish movie or South American or something. But mm-hmm. I forget what it was called. I think it was called like The Pit or something. The Pit. It, it was like a prison, and like uh-huh. it was a hundred levels, but uh-huh. each level is just a small a room with mm-hmm. a giant hole in the middle of it. So you you live on the outside of. Uh-huh. The, of that room and you can see in above and below you and there's all the the levels uh-huh. and it's a prison but every single day uh-huh. the platform that fits in that big square hole mm-hmm. is loaded up with food and just descends slowly through the levels mm-hmm. did you see this movie no i did not i have no idea what you're talking about it's yeah it's like a spanish horror uh-huh. thriller kind of okay. thing Okay. Is it was kind of it was an indie thing like, mm-hmm. but it had like its day in the spotlight on Netflix I think. Yeah, but it, I should look for it. But basically, it's I don't think it focuses too much on characters. I it's mean, one, I mean, so I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering, like, is there a movie you like that's not character driven? I mean, Nate, like, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything that isn't about character because character is in just about everything. I feel. Right, like it is, but like a like, movie can have characters and a character story, but uh-huh. that's not where the strengths are. Okay, the strength of a movie could be in, I don't know, in the art, the can, the yeah. technique of the film as opposed. I, where like it's I don't not know. where it's not the most important thing. Okay, I would say, I'm looking at it right now. I like Army of the Dead a lot. I like Army of the Dead a lot, you know, the Zack Snyder one. But what isn't that with with like an ensemble cast, like a big cast, isn't the fact that there are so many characters, despite the fact that not many of them are written that well or yeah. you know, have a really good story, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of its own thing? By I... having too many characters, they negate the what? ability to have one good central character. I would agree with that statement and i think that might be what i'm getting at without realizing it it's just like there's not enough time spent on any one character to make any of the characters interesting you know in my opinion like some of them are vaguely interesting right but they're just interesting enough to like because they need to be there to serve the purpose to like it's a heist in a zombie infested las vegas right 
that's why I'm watching it. The only character I'm really interested is the one zombie smart enough to wear a mask, to wear a metal <laughs> bulletproof mask. That's I care more about that guy. Is than, that the is that the main zombie, the first zombie? Yeah, he's the was first he, zombie. Yeah. Was he wearing a mask? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, later in the movie he wears a mask. He wears this metal mm. mask that like is bulletproof and that's the only quote unquote character I care about and he doesn't say a single word in the movie but <laughs> it's about the zombies it's about it's like it's a yeah. it's a pulp zombie movie i don't care about the characters <laughs> so i think well, i hopefully that answers your question I'm like no i'm not i'm not invested in i love uh dave batista i'm not invested in his relationship with his daughter no. in that movie like, yeah mm-hmm. or like well also like other action movies like the predator the arnold's predator. there uh, carl weathers is there his arnold's whole team is there mm-hmm. yeah but you don't really focus on them that much they're here it, for a job and it's not about they're... them yeah it's not about their camaraderie like their camaraderie needs to be set in place so you so you feel like these guys are real and authentic right they're there to yeah. like they need to be written that way so that way your suspension of disbelief is is prepared, right, for what's going to happen next. But we we I think we bring up the Predator a lot, um, <laughs> or at least I do with my cousin because Oops. we love that movie so much. It's but so good. It's well. so good. But that that movie is about like is about turning the action movie into the horror movie. Like it's that's what that makes that movie great, and. Because oh yeah! By the way, don't that? don't see smile. Don't see smile. You're gonna hate it. Okay, yeah, because I hate actually scary movies. Movies that are actually fucking scary. Um, I don't hate them. I just can't handle them. I should be specific, right? <laughs> and then yeah. let me think. I'm gonna keep scrolling down. Can you make any other recommendations for like m- like things that are worth watching? But it's again not about the characters. Well, Good. I don't know. I was just kind of curious about how far mm-hmm. that part of your tastes goes. But I, yeah, yeah, we've we've got some examples. I think character really drives how inter- how interested I am, how deep I'm going to go into something. You know? Like um but this is like going back to like that question I have like why the hell do we need a gimmick to follow around a detective like with like with Conan right we need that gimmick because it's a hook because then it presents a problem but then that gimmick sort of gets it presents adversity it prevents it presents adversity in the place of interesting character you know and <laughs> or um i think the way it ought to be right is that like i'm really enjoying the show castle right now i never saw it when it was on the air are you familiar with castle nathan is that the nathan fillion Uh, i've never seen it but i'm aware of it so the premise right the hook the gimmick is that uh, is that he's a ship captain in space no there is a there's an episode there's like a halloween episode where they're like what are you dressed as he goes like um he says uh space pirate and it's his uh, it's his outfit from uh firefly from firefly yeah and so uh but the the plot the premise of castle right is that he is a crime novelist right mm-hmm. and that in the first episode 
he's seen as a suspect for a murder, for two murders, because two people have been killed in a very similar way, the same way as he killed certain characters in his books. And so, and so basically the police start investigating him and, and whatnot. And he gets really invested. He goes like, oh, you guys are actually cops, right? And he uses his, like, the mayor is his poker buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And so he uses his friendship with the mayor to get in with the cops once he's once he alibis out to follow them around, right? To investigate what's going on. Yeah, and then he meets the he meets the the pretty female detective, right? Who's in charge, oh, right? No, no nonsense. He's all nonsense. She's no nonsense. Together oh, they really? solve. Together they solve crimes. That's the premise, <laughs> and so that's literally the intro after season one, uh, in order to just I, surmise it. I get and, that. That that sounds kind of interesting, actually. And there's the the show also has that like fun. Will they? Won't they? Get together <laughs> at, at any point, right? But no, it, Josh. I don't want to talk about Psych again. <laughs> but anyway, it's. These murder mysteries, they're fun, you know. It's just like, and he's, you know, he's a writer. He's gonna base his next next book on her, which is why he continues to follow her around, mm-hmm. and why she has to, like, accept this. She doesn't want him around at first, and so, but they, <laughs> you know, over time they solve more and more crimes together, right? And, yeah. but the thing about it, because he's a writer, right? Because he's this rich guy who wrote his first bestseller at eighteen. Right. Mm. He's a single father. His mother moved in with him. She's like a an aging actress. Right. Oh, he, boy. he has like a, a goody two shoes daughter that's more responsible than he is. Right. He is just a very interesting character. And then solving crimes and helping the police sort of becomes the, the first thing. Well, the second thing that he actually takes seriously. Right. After his after taking care of his daughter. And. Watching that kind of guy who's all nonsense all of the time, sort of like, again, have gallows. He has gallows humor. He's just like, ooh, a dead body. Like he, that's, that's him. That's, I can hear him, his voice saying that. Exactly, ooh, a dead body. <laughs> and so, I think that's where the gimmick informs the character. You know. The gimmick informs the character and like, okay, I love their interactions because he's not a cop. He's a mystery yeah. writer, similar to like Murder, She Wrote, where it's kind not of. a cop solving the murders. He's a it's... consultant. He works with the cop. Exactly. No, I still don't want to talk about Psych. We won't talk about Psych, right? <laughs> but again, I like how the gimmick informs the character, right? Yeah. And so... Can... Can I, you reminded me of something, because we're talking about kind of your tastes in movies and stuff. Uh You reminded me of something talking about Firefly. Mm -hmm. So have you seen all of Firefly? No. I've seen Serenity. It's only two or three seasons, I think, right? Yeah. And then they canceled it. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing. That's the story with Firefly. It was around. It was good. People liked it, but it got canceled. Mm -hmm. They made a movie to sum it up, but still it got canceled. And it's just one of those Mm -hmm. cults, cult classics. Um, Anyway, I'm pretty sure I've seen it all. I watched it years ago Mm -hmm. and I saw uh, Serenity, the movie. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't seen Serenity in a long time Mm -hmm. back since, you know, years ago when I watched the show. 
I was on a trip recently with my fiance. We went mm-hmm. just on a little road trip for her birthday. So we were in a hotel in Mammoth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're at a hotel, you just you can get on the Wi-Fi. You can stream stuff on your laptop. Mm-hmm. But we just put the TV on. Mm-hmm. My fiance had fallen asleep and I just had the TV on mm-hmm. and a movie came on. And you're 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 about as nerdy as I am, if yeah. if not more. Uh-huh. With those tastes comes like the the necessity of just enjoying science fiction, mm-hmm. and I love science fiction. It okay. if I had to pick one, it'd probably be top two genres of anything: yeah. books, film, TV. What's the other contender? What do you what's fantasy? It? Maybe fantasy I think fantasy. Maybe. So okay. So but you think sci-fi well, I mean, firm, which one. is why yeah. Star, Star Wars. Wars happens because it's a pretty decent mix of both. Yeah. But yeah, no, sci-fi is a big hitter for me, right? Yeah. So I'm just, well, I've got the TV on and I'm still awake. I'm just watching TV and I'm like, well, I should go to bed or take a shower. But then another movie comes on after uh-huh. the movie I was watching. Yeah. And the opening, mm-hmm. uh, the opening just showed me this, this epiphany in mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I realized something. It hit me like a bag of bricks. What? The opening to this movie came on. Mm-hmm. And it was an obvious sci-fi movie, but the opening was like kind of just, you know how some movies will just start with a little with a, a narrator explaining yeah. the exposition, just like yeah. we live in a world where our galaxy is divided. There was uh, a senate, but it was fell mm-hmm. apart, and now there's corrupt and all that. I was just watching and, the opening to the original Gundam movie right now, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. a lot of sci-fi will open up like that, and I was like. Yeah what is this movie how have i was asking myself how have i not seen this movie this seems so interesting it kept me up and i I watched the entire movie and i was like wait because about two minutes in i realized i've seen this it's serenity because i just hadn't seen it in so long i was like oh wait no yeah i know this movie but i was like wait but it's just talking about this whole like galactic republic the parliament is Uh in control but there's like rebels on the out outskirts of the whatever the setting of firefly Mm -hmm. basically and i was like holy shit i didn't realize how much of a sci-fi nerd i was yeah because even though i've seen this movie i Mm -hmm. don't remember what happens really but i I have vague memories, whatever. I've seen it. I don't need to watch it. I was like, I got to watch it. It's so good. And then like, uh, summer Glau, her character, the weird psychic, her brother is breaking her out of the prison or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. pretty action. He was like, I'm invested. Mm -hmm. So I just, I realized that about myself a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago. I was like, wow, I really am that invested in Mm sci-fi. So you like characters. I like characters. And I like space pirates. You like space pirates. There's a cat at my window crying is it pooping in the box no he's outside in the window he, he wants to get to the food i'll be right back Hold on the food but let's talk let's switch over to sci-fi I think, if we have time. what josh doesn't realize is that he didn't hear the cat he felt its presence He's psychically linked. That's how much under their control he is. Stop crying. All right. Josh. What? Josh, we're going to have to save it for next time. Why? Are we Are we out of time already? Because that's been our show. That has been Thanks our show. Thanks for it? watching. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Please, if uh, you like what we have to say, 
but we could say more I, i'm cheap josh you're yeah, cheap right i'm, I'm cheap. we'll we'll sell out easy if you yeah. start watching and following and you want mm-hmm. us to talk about something we will <laughs> do it we'll look into it mm-hmm. we have some other stuff in the works we want to make some more interesting stuff maybe yeah. challenge each other to watch the thing we're talking about i haven't mm-hmm. seen golden chumoy mm-hmm. so maybe josh could challenge me hey you've mm-hmm. got to watch an episode before the next time we mm-hmm. record that's the idea and then if i don't we've got some challenges we're throwing around I know by I the way i what's up I asked Serena uh-huh. to help me come up with ideas for challenges, uh-huh. and I shouldn't have done that. She came up with some ideas about, oh, like, uh-huh. Bennett. Well, it's not, like, focused on her, but she's like, uh, your fiancé can paint your nails. <laughs> your fiancé can pay for, like, a shopping spree. Uh-huh. And I was like, damn it, wait, no, I don't want to do this. Goes, These are terrible. These are all self-serving for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so much painting the nails. No, but she'd but... get a kick out of it. Yeah. She was thinking of some other ones that, yeah, are like mm-hmm. self-serving to her. Oh, yeah, like eating pickles because she knows I hate pickles, oh stuff like God. that. Uh-huh. But uh, we, pickles, yeah, though. yeah. Anyway, I don't like pickles. They're okay. it's so it. salty and the crunch. It's just all uh. you know, pickles aren't for everyone. I get it. You know? But we have some ideas like that we're throwing around. We want to get some more engagement in maybe play some games and we could stream that kind of stuff so please if you reach this point anyone out there if you're listening to this we are happy to do more we want to do more Mm -hmm. so let us know you know comment on this video or podcast uh jump into the discord and just send a message real quick let us know what you're thinking but either way follow us please subscribe that way if you are interested or you just want to see what other people might come up with, or if you want to see me gag and grimace at pickles, we can do that too. Let's not make promises. We can't keep, I don't want to see you gag. I don't want to gag. I don't want to. I was just embellishing. I'm not going to gag. It's just, I don't like pickles and I don't want to eat pickles. Don't eat pickles. I won't make. And Josh is going to pour mustard in his eyes. I'm not pouring mustard in my eyes. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that sounds horrible. It's either horrible. mustard or it's chamoy. <laughs> that sounds like I'm going to go blind anyway. You might, you might. I might. But right. uh, hopefully we convinced you to check out Golden Kamoy. It's on Crunchyroll, you said, right? Yeah, for sure it's on Crunchyroll. I just checked it out. Do you know it's if it's on anything else? I tried looking. I don't know if it's on anything else because, you know, it's it's anime. It's one of those... It's a more obscure anime, so we yeah. don't know for sure. But uh-huh. uh, if you're subscribed to like Funimation or something, maybe it's on there. Oh no, I think it's free on Crunchyroll. Yeah, mm-hmm. so go watch it on Crunchyroll. It's up there. But get it wherever you can. Get it wherever you can. Please, uh, please again, give us a little follow. Give us, give us a share. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, if you're watching this or listening, and there's somewhere you can comment. Just say something. Say, my, yeah. say Call me out. Tell me just to eat call, a pickle. Just tell... tell just, just say something. Tell Matt say, to eat a pickle on Discord server. The, the tell, group chat. Tell Josh to call it Golden Chamoy exclusively no. from now on. I would prefer Chal- if everyone... Challenge him would, to do it. I would prefer if everyone just told Matt to eat a pickle. Eat a pickle. <laughs> if you really want to go down that road, because my gonna... example for you was pouring mustard in your eyes, yeah. you really want to do that? I like the sound of eat a pickle. I'm going to use that as a as an oh, insult God. from now on. Eat a pickle. Go eat a pickle. <laughs> go eat a pickle. All right. This I'm... has been Consume Content, where we help you consume content. 
We hope you'll consume this content. Kills me every time. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>